still super hot for them. And um, if you are not even um, kind enough to leave your AC on for your dog, people are going to boop your windows <laughs> on your car. <laughs> Doom, doo doom, 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 doo doom, doom, boom. Let's snooze, snooze, boom. Let's snooze. <laughs> Welcome to Let's Boop Snoots. I'm Heidi. And I'm Vero. And we are going to boop, 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 boop. <laughs> oh, well, we've got some stories and we're going to talk about summer times with the doggies. Hot diggity dogs. Hot diggity dogs. (laughs) But before we start, we would like to thank Holy Raw Nutrition for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. Holy Raw is a raw food service located in Chelsea, Quebec. Their products are sourced from ethical local farms and butchers to ensure freshness, quality, and peace of mind. They have raw blends that come in one to two pound containers ranging from chicken, beef, duck, turkey, and many more. Holy Raw also provides dehydrated treats and all-natural supplements to help support your pet's overall well-being. You can find them on their website at holyrawnutrition.com. Holy Raw as in H-O-L-I-R-A-W nutrition.com. Thanks, Holy Raw. Thank you, Holy Raw. And also a big, big thank you to Stray Dog Brewing Company for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. They are located at 501 La Colle Way, Unit 4 in Orleans, Ontario. Stray Dog Brewing Company is open seven days a week. Mondays through Fridays from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. with extended hours on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays until 9. Weekend hours are 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturdays and 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Sundays. They're a pet-friendly brewery, so bring your snoots. They also host great events throughout the week and offer brewery tours. Make sure to try some of their in-house beers, including Oatmeal Stout, Tropical Knockout, One Hop Wonder, and many more. You can find them on their Instagram at Stray Dog Brewing Co. and their website www.straydogbrewing.ca. Thank you, Stray Dog Brewing Company, for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Speaking oh, of drinkies. Yes. <laughs> we need to go for a Baduskis. But I discovered, mm-hmm. and this is like total sidebar, you know the bubbly drinks? Yeah. There's a pineapple coconut. It's like a little pina colada. Oh, yum. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Try it out. When when you were like, and speaking of drinks, I was like, yes. As in like, (laughs) I need a drink right now. I need a drink today. Things (laughs) have been interesting on my dog training front. (laughs) Mm, Yes. Well, that too. I was like, yes, bring me the drinks. Um. (laughs) But that brings me to my first story. Heidi's got a Yay. story, everybody. No way. And um, I, I've sort of been touching upon this in the last couple of episodes, but I'm just going to continue on my little journey here. But I have a Weimaraner that I adopted a little over a year ago. Um, she was returned back to the breeders because the family had divorced. We, She was slowly integrating into our family and things were good in the beginning, but that now like... But what I'm starting to realize is that she grew a little overly attached to my husband. And then like some really destructive behavior came into play to a point where we were like, we got to do something. So Mm -hmm. we've started back to one and I've never trained a dog that has come with issues before. That's not true. I'm lying. My first dog I got, Mr. Officer Scraps was, was Mm -hmm. a rescue from the Humane Society, but, and, and we weren't dog trainers back then, but he was just like, 
a good doe, you know, when you just get the easy (laughs) dogs, like he just, I I think it happens when people don't know how to train per se. I think like they just adapt to your routines and that sometimes that can happen if the dog doesn't have any super deep seated issues. So I should say this is my first dog with some deep seated issues. And, um, she has destroyed one of our doors, which we've replaced already and almost destroyed my son's computer. So, and her, so, which tells us that her separation anxiety is pretty deep seated. (laughs) (laughs) If you haven't guessed that just yet, but anyways, so, uh, we, the big thing that we're trying to get, um, down pat here is crate training, but it's really interesting learning about like separation anxiety and how to deal with that as a trainer. And I've been working really closely um, with my good friend, uh, Michelle, she's been super gracious with me and helping me out through this. And we are trying our very, very best, but basically like the way she describes my Lou to me, who, who like, even when I got her and when I say like, I got her somewhat trained to fit in with her lifestyle, but it was never the greatest. And I always wanted to put more work on it. And now we're at a point where I have to, but anyways, it's like, um, she said, well, I'll put it the way Michelle put it. It's like trying to do surgery on a roller coaster. You're mm. like, emotions are all over the place. And there's all this sudden, <laughs> yeah. like, you're like, ah! it's like crazy. And you're so hyped up on the anxiousness. And now you're asking her to execute tasks for you, which like, as you can imagine, would be really difficult. Surgery on yes. a roller coaster. So, and I think the other bit to this was that she was never trained. So like, she doesn't. And I had an interesting conversation with Michelle because I think we, I had mentioned on the show before when we got her that we thought that maybe there was the potential that there was a bit of abuse perhaps with the previous Mm -hmm. family she was with. And when I mentioned that to Michelle, she said, oh, no, no, no. She said, I don't see that at all. I don't think that's it. She's like, I see a dog that doesn't, can't speak our language. Like we're not communicating. Yeah. So she's just, so she's just guessing at it all the time which explains all the nervous energy when I'm trying to train her. Like even when I'm trying to lead her into a sit or like whatever, she's like, do you want me to sit? Do you want me to lay down? Do you want me to go into the other room? Do you want me to go to place? Do you want me to jump on the couch? Do you want me to, and she just is like (laughs) trying to predict and do all of the things that she knows gets a good response. Yeah. Which tells you that she doesn't ultimately understand and you're not, you don't have a good communication at the end of the day. So um, it's been slowing things way down it's about removing all of the stimulus so we have like paired right back which is difficult to do and I could see how certain families really struggle with it but imagine my husband who's used to being attached to this dog 24 7 having to go to zero affection so there's no pets there's no nothing like we're giving her no stimulus at all yeah She's on leash in the house. We're guiding her around everywhere. So there's no decision that has to be made on her point, on her part. Yeah. And the other thing too, that it's taught me is to like slow down too as well with her. And like, just as an example, one of the basic things that we worked on with her this past weekend was just the look command. And like, even when I was trying to do it and then I did it again, I'll always say it's if you're having difficulties difficulties with anything, it's worthwhile just even spending like an hour or two with a professional dog trainer that can like help you with your technique and just nail it, like make it a little bit more crisp. Because yeah. like if I was holding food in my hand and I say Lou and wait for her to look at me, say yes and give it to her. It's like the pace I was doing at it was like Lou, she looks at me, yes, giving it to her right away. Lou, look at me, yes, and fast, 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 just feeding her the food. 
but that's still keeping her like, okay, look over here. Which hand is it coming from? It's still keeping her in that yeah. one state. So it's like, Lou, like even talking slowly, when she looks at me, say yes, because you want to mark the, that event as in like, yes, you were successful, but pause and then give her the food. Mm-hmm. So there's like, you put a little pause in there and then give her the food and that's just slowing her down. It's slowing me down. So even right down to the timing of your tasks when you're doing training. Um, anyways, I've been learning a lot. It's It's been great on some fronts, but the last thing that I'll just say is that um, the road to success with dog training is not a linear line. You're going to have like some drawbacks. You're going to have some fallbacks. You're going to have some regressions and then like, you know, it's like, you know, maybe two steps forward, one step back. Some days it will be one step forward, maybe two steps back. And mm-hmm. other days, maybe it will be like four steps forward and no yeah. steps back. And then so, eventually it clicks. Yes. So we're getting like a couple of little clicks here and there. I'm waiting on some bigger ones to happen though. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready for some bigger ones to happen. Anyways. Yeah. I just wanted to share that with y'all. Sounds like she's making some progress. Yes. Lulu. Luli Lemons. Luli. Luli Lemons. I call her Luli Lemons. Oh, Lulu Lemons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, well, Millhouse today tried to fry his brain. Oh, no. Yes. What did he do? So we had a cable that's plugged in. So we saw this new thing where people are getting TV and they're putting them on stands that you roll. Uh You can bring the TV in the bedroom. You can bring the TV in the living room. So (laughs) we got a TV in a stand Uh and Millhouse now is the owner of the stand. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like anything new that we bring into the house. He's like mine. He's like, that's mine. And you can't Ralph, you, you cannot approach this because this is now mine. And I am Mm -hmm. touching it. Yeah. So he's actually not bad now with the stand, but he would just like sit there and like look at us. (laughs) This is mine. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? So anyways, so it's plugged in. So there's a cable. Mm -hmm. And today he was chewing on it. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's weird because Ralph was lying there watching him. (laughs) And then he would like sit. And then he would like lie down and then he would sit. And I was like, what's going on, Ralph? And he would look at me and then he'd look at Millhouse and then he'd look at me. <laughs> and I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, no. <laughs> it's like he knew. Yeah. He was like, you like, might want to come over. doing something bad. <laughs> yes, exactly. You might want to come look at what I'm looking at. You're picking up what I'm putting down, mom. Yeah. So we oh got a God. new cable. Yeah. Um. And Millhouse was like lying down and he had like just like his paw on it, like just like touching it barely. Like this yeah. is mine. And then he lay down on his side and he put like his other paw around it. I was like, it's just so Did, funny. I would take like the bonker and be like, no. Yeah. I was like, nope. And I like pulled him out of there. I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. That's so funny. I didn't know Milhouse was like that. And that's such an like inanimate object for him to be like, this is mine. Oh yeah. You should call him you should call him you should call him Ariel. He's like the little mermaid keeping all those things that are hers in her little cave. (laughs) Look at this cable. Isn't it neat? (laughs) 
<laughs> we bought we brought upstairs a little pillow Mm-hmm. you know those like pillows that you put on a chair that's hard and it's just like really flat and it has yes. ties on it yeah um we had our feet on the coffee table which was hard so we went downstairs in the basement got this like tiny pillow like to mm-hmm. put our feet on it and yeah. Millhouse was like resting his head on it like, this, this is now mine <laughs> i see and you brought something go close new and he'd me. be like Ugh. oh my god like, oh. we're like nope <laughs> but yeah he'd put his head on it on the coffee table and be like this is mine oh my god yeah that's so anything new that's in the living room he's just like goes close oh, to it <laughs> why thank you for me you. you shouldn't have a tv stand Aww. a tv stand a cable too god is it my birthday <laughs> he never oh chewed god. anything well i shouldn't say he never chewed anything but <laughs> If yeah. I would trust Ralph or Millhouse, yeah, to not chew anything, it would be Millhouse. Yeah. Oh my God, these dogs! These crazy yeah. dogs! They're so oh, yeah. crazy. Why do we have them? They're so crazy. <laughs> they Why do are. we have these beasts? These friggin' beasts in our houses, driving us crazy. <laughs> what business so do cute, we have? And they make me laugh. What business do we have domesticating these beasts? <laughs> <laughs> They're supposed to be in the wild. They are. They are. Oh, my God. Anyways, well, so we decided this week we would start to revisit some of our um, summer topics with doggos. So just wanted to bring up, like, all summer-related things, have a quick refresher on some stuff that we've shared in the past, and just have some combos about all the summertime things pertaining to dog. So um, whenever we talk... And it's so hot. Yes. In Canada, that everything yes. is on fire. Yep. We are definitely true north strong and on fire <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, like everywhere in Canada is on fire. <laughs> but um, all that to say, um, before the fire started, <laughs> we had a heat wave. <laughs> yes. Pre-fires. And um, that's what I always like to start out by talking about in the summertime is like the heat and doggos. So I can remember some mm-hmm. of the things that we've mentioned before is um, you don't want to bring like if there's a heat advisory on for humans, it's just equally, if not more hot out there for dogs because they tend to have the fur coats on. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying. In the so ouchy paws. Yes. And the ouchy paws. So um Things to think about about the heat with the dogs is keeping them hydrated. So don't forget to fill up their water bottles. The water bottles. Sorry, water here. bottles. <laughs> don't forget. Don't forget to fill up their water bowls. Also, um, don't let them outside in like the extreme weather, like and that's heat included as well as the cold. Um, but also, like you don't want to go for that like long walk. Maybe keep it a bit shorter, like just outside for like bathroom breaks, and that's mm-hmm. it. You can do some mental work inside if they've got some pent up energy. Hand or feed go, them their meals instead. Yeah, or go early in the morning, late in yep. the evening. Yep, where it's a little bit less hot. And the other thing it too is like um, it the pavement. You need to think about the concrete and mm-hmm. it hurting their paws real bad so i'm sure everybody's seen the photos on the internet of the blistered paws and stuff from like the horribly like hot concrete 
So please be careful of that when it comes to your dogos. And yes. it's if you bend down and just like try to touch the concrete with like either the back of your hand or like a sensitive part, like your wrist or whatever, and it's too hot for you, it's too hot for their pals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Okay, peeps. Uh, the other thing. <laughs> the other thing okay. about. Okay. Okay. Um, the other thing too is. If you are bringing your dog in a car with you somewhere, <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't do, it. do it. Don't do it in the extreme weather. Yeah. It's going to be unpleasant for them. And some people leave their vehicles running with the AC on. Like, I guess if you're running in somewhere really quick and it's keeping it nice and cool in there, it's still hot with the sun and everything. It, it is. really is still super hot for them. And um, if you are not even, um, kind enough to leave your AC on for your dog, people are going to boop your windows <laughs> on your car. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I think, and I know when we've talked about this before, we even talked about making like window breakers, like, like, like merch, like window yes. breaking, let's boop windows. <laughs> <laughs> Those little like glass hammers that they have like for emergency exits on like yeah. trains and planes and stuff. We're going to make one. A let's boop smooth. Let's snooze. boop windows. Let's boop we windows. We will boop your window. Yeah. Emergency <laughs> evac for Dog hot evac. dogos. Yes. <laughs> okay. He might catch on fire just by yes. being in the car. <laughs> yes. Yes. Especially in these hot hot times we are living in right now spontaneously combust (laughs) so all of those things are pertaining to the heat in summer so yes just always be mindful of your dog and if it's too hot for you it's definitely too hot for them and um just monitor that situation and take care of your doggos people i have a question yes you probably you might not probably you might not know the answer but can dogs have sunburn on their on their snoot? I do not know the answer to that. I do not. I wonder if Probably. they can get like skin cancers and stuff like that. Like yeah. I wonder. But you think that somebody would have made like a dog a doggy sunblock? That's true. <laughs> There's some more merch for us. Let's let's protect snoots. <laughs> we'll make like a sun sun cream. Yes, an odorless sun cream oh yes it would have definitely have to be odorless yeah so it says um yes just like human beings dogs can become sunburned with too much sun exposure harmful uv rays can damage skin cells quickly uh often in less than one hour sunburn is most common in summertime activities but can occur anywhere anytime when sun exposure is high so there you go peeps Hmm. doggies can sunburn too so watch out and um stay tuned while we get all of our merch up and running so you can boop windows <laughs> and you can protect snoots <laughs> yes we'll need like our it will summer. be our that will be our summer package <laughs> <laughs> yes. for only three payments of 19.99 you can have let's boop snoots summer package which includes let's boop windows hammer <laughs> Let's protect and let's snoots. protect snoots. Sunblock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll come up with a third one during this episode. Oh yes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. un unflee. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, that too. <laughs> Which we'll get to a bit later. But um, so the next thing um, when we're talking about summertime. So what are you going to do with your doggy in the summertime? 
We're going to go swimming. Um, we are going to go swimming. Yes. That's what I was going to say. It's a good way to keep your doggo cool. And in the summertime when we tend to go to cottages and stuff like this, it might just be helpful to teach. If you're ever in a place or plan on bringing your dog to a place where you're going to be around water, like if you have a pool or if you have any of this stuff, you may want to teach your dog how to swim just for their own safety in case they ever fall in. Yes. Sometimes they do. And they sell um, life jackets. Yep. Or life jackets for pooches. I've got one for my doggos to give them a try in the summer. Yes. I can't wait to try it out. I, I bought it like I bought it in the fall. So there was no doggo swimming in the fall, but I, I had to wait the entire winter. <laughs> yeah. I want to bring Ralph summer. swimming. I'm not sure if Millhouse will figure it out. But <laughs> yeah. Those like super long legs and yeah. He might. Yeah. But you can always try. Yeah. Oh, we're definitely going to try. He's not going to like it, though. But (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, apparently the first couple of times that you bring them swimming to keep it short, like a short session, because their tail, they use their tail to um, kind of like guide them. Mm -hmm. How do you call that? Like Like a rudder. Yes. Like a rudder in the water? Yes, a rudder in the water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they might have ouchy tails. Oh, I don't remember what not... they call them, but but maybe it's from like yeah, it's a it's a muscle they're not used to using. Yeah. So if you take them swimming for evs, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, Becky must have had the strongest tail like of all the dogs <laughs> ever. Imagine if they could like arm wrestle, except but with their tails. Becky would have won. She would have been like over yes. the top, the champion. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Becky was my one of my past dogs, everybody, who would swim for, I'm not exaggerating when I say kilometers. You go on the canoe on That's the lake crazy. at the cottage, Becky swimming behind you. She just loved it. It freaked me out the first time I brought her up there. But anyways, having said that, um, my Weimaraners, uh, from what I could tell on videos and stuff, like Weimaraners, it's like a fitty-fitty. You either have a water dog or you don't. And both of mine are not water dogs. Yet we have a cottage and like where we swim a lot of the time. And one of the first times that I brought Gibbons up there, he fell off of the dock and it was like uh, utter and total panic. <laughs> but so we've started, <laughs> I've started slowly leading him into the water. So get a prong collar or a slip lead. And, and again, keep the sessions short, but you want to just like apply a little bit of pressure. And when they walk into the water, good. And like release it and just keep doing that until they can go deeper and deeper and try to coax them into the water until they slowly get the hang of it. You can use a life jacket to help them along a little bit. Yeah. Put a leash, but, um, long leash. But it's a great way for dogos to keep cool in the summertime too. Like if there's a pool around or whatever, and they know yeah. how to swim and you they can listen to you and you, you've got to be careful with pool liners because claws can damage people's pool liners. So keep that in mind. If you're at a friend's yeah. place, maybe Especially don't let your dog to get out. <laughs> exactly. A, a pool they're not familiar with and they're trying to get out. They're going to scratch, 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 and you're going to owe your friends thousands of dollars. So don't so do that. They call it a swimmer's tail or a limber tail, acute oh, okay. caudal my- myopathy. Yeah. And the tail just kind of, goes limp stops working oh, man. from straining a muscle oh my goodness yeah that's crazy i've mm-hmm. never even heard of that before i did not think that could happen yes. to doggos now it's you think it would crazy. happen to gibbon and lou with their 
doctor with their, tail with their with their nubbins <laughs> i guess they still do it like naturally right i think so they would probably do it and maybe i wonder if it, that makes it a bit harder for them to swim and maybe that's not i see as that's mm. why i don't see as many wimes swimming around yeah yeah like i wonder if boxers can swim didn't we talk about like swimming once on an episode yeah who can swim and who can't like pugs cannot no and I think boxers was the other one, was it not? Yeah, I think boxers can't swim. And if and if and if I you think know. and if you think about it, like boxers are kind of have very similar body builds to Zaymaranas. Yeah. yeah. Now like I'm gonna chest. Now, I'm gonna like literally YouTube videos of Weimaraners swimming and see if it's the ones with their tails that are the ones that are jumping in the Ooh, water. Oh yeah. I never yeah. even thought to to consider that. Oh, I'm gonna look that up. Huh. Huh. <laughs> and then next wine I get, I'll be like, leave the rudder on, please. We have a cottage. <laughs> I'll take a wine with a rudder, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he needs it to navigate. He Come needs on. it to navigate the waters of the lake. Yes. Um, but, um, and while whilst talking about swimming too, another thing that I'm sure would happen, depending if you live in inner city somewhere around a bunch of neighborhoods, there's public pools. And oftentimes, like the city has a program mm. where at the end of the day, before they drain the pool, they open it up to dogs. So somebody on one of the dog pages that I follow recently just posted about that too. And like said, all the pools and what times like they open to doggos at the end of the day. So it's a nice oh. day. You know, you get home from work, take your dog for a walk. It's really hot. Let them just run around in the water. And those ones that aren't deep, they're like wading pools, right? So yeah, providing your dog isn't like a little pug that shouldn't be has no business swimming, anyways. <laughs> we'll see if the little millhouse can swim. Yeah, or but for for bigger dogs, it's nice for them to just jump around and cool off a little splish yeah. splash, a little splish yes. splash doggy baths. <laughs> splish splash. And uh, that's what I have to say about swimming. Yes. Um, the other thing that I'll mention too that happens in the summertime and things to take into consideration with your doggo is travel. Mm-hmm. So we did uh, a whole episode once on traveling with dogs and the rules around it and what to do and what not to do and stuff like this. So if you are flying anywhere, we didn't recommend putting your dog in the cabin underneath because... No oftentimes it is not regulated there's been a lot of animal deaths from like being in the cargo underneath temperature is not like it gets too hot for them gets too cold for them um if you're stuck on a tarmac somewhere they don't take that into consideration and Mm -hmm. there's been horrible instances like are they given water in between flights yeah and stuff like that. exactly if it's delayed where are they yeah oh it just makes me like oh i know I don't think I would either. Um, So if you're flying, I would seriously consider doing some training where you can bring your dog on with you as a service animal. You can, or as an emotional support animal. Yes. But, but don't go about it like, you know, halfway, like do it. If you're going to do it, do it. Like, and I always tell the story about when I traveled with Michelle and Nikita and she's like the biggest long body shepherd you could ever (laughs) hope to meet. And she curled up into the smallest little bagel. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating on the seat on front of us. And people didn't even know she was there during the flight. When we got up and got off of the plane, a woman was like, oh my God. And she was like, I, de- I didn't even know there was a dog on this plane. <laughs> like, she was, like people were like literally in shock and on. I'm sure the people who got on in front of us, like after us, like had no freaking clue. Yeah. 
but that was hard work on Michelle's part. So, um, you got to work towards that. So we recommend that for flying, um, staying in hotels. There are so many hotel chains now that are like, that have pet rooms, pet friendly rooms, but not a lot of them. So book in advance so that you do that. And I think there's just like an extra safety deposit for any cleaning that needs to happen afterwards. If your dog has an accident in the hotel room or whatever, but I have to say, like I drove across this country with a friend two summers ago and with a dog and we stayed in all the hotels. They didn't smell like a pet room. Like Mm -hmm. it was like any other hotel room I've ever been in. I did the same too. And it's like, Mm -hmm. good. I'm sure humans cause more trouble. Yes. Than than pets (laughs) do. Yeah. 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 Big time. But uh, it did call, it did require calling in advance And I think some places charge you a little extra, but I mean, like, it's not like hundreds of dollars extra. It's like literally like an extra 15 bucks or something like that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's a little money grab for the hotel, but I'm sure like if there's a dog that, you know, is like literally poops like over the entire room, that requires a little bit of extra cleanliness, you know? So I'm like, I'm all for it. Like, take my money. Just let me stay here with my doggo. (laughs) Let me bring my doggo. Um, also like if you're traveling by car and stuff like this, you might want to consider calming treats of some kind. You might want to consider extra stops for your dog so that they can go to the bathrooms, just like the humans have to, Mm -hmm. but all things to take into consideration whilst traveling with the dogos. Mm -hmm. Um, so traveling by car, traveling by plane, traveling by boat. Tra- traveling by boat yeah <laughs> i wonder if anyone takes their dog is their dog is their dog is on trips like on cruises and stuff like that like i wonder if doggies do go yeah on i don't know <gasps> now i'm thinking now i'm thinking of the, like go dog go do you like my boat no i do not like your boat goodbye goodbye <laughs> i will see that you've never read the children's book go dog go no Oh, Vero, I'm going to lend it to you and we're going to, we're going to boof a bit. <laughs> I can't believe you've never read the book, Go Dog Go. No. That is like a classic kid story about all the dogs. <gasps> oh, I'm bringing is it over to you. Is there a French version? Vas-y, chier, vas-y. vas-y. Go Dog Go. No, I haven't, I haven't read that. Oh my goodness, I can't believe it. Oh my god, I'm, I might like mm. actually like read it to you like next Let's Boop Saints episode. Yes. We'll do an online reading, <laughs> a, a live reading of Go Dog Go, by, Go, Dog Go. by Heidi and Vero. So guys, <laughs> we'll get to witness Vero's reaction to like this children's book. I'll read it to you. It'll be so good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it next yeah. week. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much, um, all that stuff. There's lots of other things you can do with your dog. There's like water sports. There's like, you can go jogging. You can teach your dog how to ride on the bike with you. But all of like, again, there's lots of different activities that you can do with your dog, but keep in mind the heat and keep in mind the training to do it. Like there's people who take their dogs like on, you, you need to have your dog like be able to do a focused leash walk before you even take them like on the bike I would say so that they're listening they're in tune with you because one squirrel and guess what you and the dog are going flying off of that bike yes 
and it can be ouchy for you. So uh, make sure to practice, make sure to educate yourselves, make sure to watch the videos. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing is there's lots of summer treats you can make for your dog. But I think, remember, we talked about like the, the cooling and the, and the heating. If you like, if you feed your dog too much, like ice or something cold like that, like ice water. When it's like, really, what, really what hot. is it? It actually, yeah, it, it, it causes, then it tells, yeah, it could... it cl- but it also t- triggers them to heat up more. So if they're already overheated, it's like, oh, like yeah. Like, remember there's like a syndrome like that. Mm-hmm. So be mindful of like what you're feeding them that's cold. Like if you're going to get the, if you're going to get ice cream and get your dog a little ice cream treat, cause they make dog ice creams now at a lot of like little hipster places. Like when you're traveling around and stuff like that, you're not getting your dog like a full serving of ice cream. You're getting them a no. small one. <laughs> okay. You can have the full serving of ice cream if you'd like, but not for your the dog. Doggy, no, no. Not good for them. Yes. Go a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. When you're getting the dogo ice cream. Faux show. Um, so I was looking up um, just on, I don't know if you have anything else to say for. No, 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 no. no. Go ahead. Yeah. I was looking at um, on Planet Paws mm-hmm. remedies or prevention, like homemade preventions for fleas and ticks. Mm-hmm. And I found a recipe for a yeah. flea shampoo. So oh. listeners, get a piece of paper and a pen, or you can also go on Planet Paws and look it up. <laughs> they also have a video of how to remove a tick with a bobby pin. Oh, wow. Yeah. It looks really easy. I don't know if it actually is. And the tick is like not deeply embedded. So mm-hmm. I guess it would work for that because I guess it's. It goes, you know, those little ridges yeah. on a bobby pin, it gets like stuck where there's like a little ridge and then you can oh, pull okay. it out and it doesn't like squish it or anything. But I bought, I bought the tick tool. Do you have yeah. one? I used to have one. Mm-hmm. I had it for years. Yeah, I have so, one. So yeah. We haven't used it yet. Actually, we, um, we used it on a child. Oh. But, but not a doe. Hmm. Not good. <laughs> no. All right. Is everyone ready with their paper and pen? <laughs> yes. So you need half a lemon mm-hmm. cut into like cubes with the peel still on. You boil one cup of water and you put the lemon in it. Mm-hmm. You let it steep and cool and then you drain it. So you just have the water. Mm-hmm. And then you put two thirds of a cup of pure castile soap Mm -hmm. and then half a cup of apple cider vinegar, one tablespoon of coconut oil and 15 drops of lavender essential oil. And you stir it up and you put in a pot in a container Mm -hmm. and you can use it on your doggy. It sounds like, it sounds like it's like super liquidy though. Like it's not going to bother, right? It doesn't, well, maybe the soap makes it Maybe the soap. Yeah. 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 Oh, interesting. Yes. Oh my goodness. When it, when it comes to the fleas, that's like, um, yes. Another summertime doggo concern, of course. Yeah. Flea or sorry. I'm thinking ticks. Were you talking about fleas or ticks? I'm talking about fleas. Oh man. I'm talking about ticks. Sorry. I was like, (laughs) 
completely on another well i talked about fleas ticks and then went back to fleas yeah yeah so that was my fault that was me derailing taking us to tick town when we were in the the flea location flea market (laughs) man i haven't thought about fleas i used to have cats with fleas and i can remember like picking through their fur like a gorilla and like picking them out and getting a flea collar for them and all this stuff but oh my um, god yes Yes, if you see your dog like itchy, itchy, scratchy, <laughs> you might want to have a look in their fur and see if they have any fleas. And uh, that's a lovely recipe for an au naturel shampoo. Yes. Um, it sounds really nice. Yeah. And I would imagine that there's a variety of different products out there mm-hmm. to help with the fleas. Yeah. Man, I'm like, or or if you really want to like save yourself, um, get a short haired dog. <laughs> that's what I did. That's a good idea. There's like nowhere the fleas are like his neck. <laughs> He's Jump naked. in the golden retriever. <laughs> yes. Or the fluff ball that has like cotton hair that yes. is like changing all the time. Yeah. His fur is changing all the time. You should come oh see him. God. He has yes. like patches of long hair. <laughs> come on. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Is he shedding? Nope. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, I need to come see him. I do. He has like I... a patch here and then a patch there. It's like he has a double coat and that's yeah. all he has, but now the I guess upper coat is growing through now. But in patches. Oh my goodness. I was hoping that he would just have like the cotton ball hair. Yes. Because it's like super soft and he's oh. not shedding. <laughs> meals. Meals. Meals on That's wheels. That's my hair. <laughs> hey, him on that stand. It's meals on wheels. <laughs> meals on wheels. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Meals um, on wheels. Yes, fleas are brutal, and it's like the equivalent of saying somebody has lice or bed bugs. As soon as uh, I get fleas, nightmare. I just like start getting like itching everywhere, and I'm like, please, for the love of God, no. But I um, know. bed bugs but- are like, I'd rather have lice than bed bugs. Oh, I don't know. I'd, I'd, I don't want either one of them. I actually, I'd rather have lice than bed bugs. Lice yeah. is an easier fix. Bed bugs is like, oh my God, like your whole entire house is like. Oh, ugh. let's just not no. even talk about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I totally forgot about fleas. God, because I've never had like, you know, a flea problem, I guess. But however, Me neither. the ticks, though, and this is where I was going, the tickety boo, the tickety boos. Um, I find ticks are becoming more and more and more and more and more of an issue and coming further and mm-hmm. further and further into the city. And even like the park that you used to take a quick run through that was never like an issue before people are saying like, no, that's where we were last night. My dog came back with a tick da, 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 da. and you just like constantly have to be on alert or checking. So the one good thing about tick um, stuff in the dog world is it used to be that you could only get medication from your vet and it's crazy expensive. The, the tick medication, like yep. insanely expensive and hundreds and hundreds of dollars like for for Becky and and Gibbon both it, it literally was $600 for 3 months of tick medication for the wow. two of them. Yeah. Big time monies. 
anyways, but um, they've now allowed uh, over-the-counter selling of it at like places like PetSmart and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. there are other options available. So there's like a liquid version that you put on the back of the neck and you let it yeah. seep in. I, it's a little bit slimy. So you have to find like a good time where like, I don't know, your dog can maybe be outside or something like that. Because I find it makes their fur like super yeah. s- slimy and not nice feeling so it's like you put it on them then you go to pet your dog afterwards and you're like oh it's slimy slimes but um that's what i call eggs when i put eggs in their food i'm like slimies (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's funny sidebar sidebar (laughs) sidebar slimies but um (laughs) Yeah, there's there's a lot of natural stuff out there for ticks too. So you'll see like these beads that like different companies mm-hmm. make, or like a lot of like like just people like make them. There's like recipes for sprays that you can spray down on your dog just as a bit of a repellent. Um, but ultimately, the best thing to do is to like really just when check you come back dog. from that walk, check your dog. So give them check the pat between down. the toes. Yep, the paw pads check in the, in the teeth, in yes. the ears. Just do a quick like once over. It's good practice to get them used to being manhandled for like when you go to the vet and stuff like that. But it's also you're making sure they don't have that tick and get the loim disease. Yeah. And now should you find a tick, should you find a tick, (laughs) you want to make sure when (laughs) panic immediately and call Heidi and Barrow at Let's Do It Safe. Um. You want to get a tool of some kind. There's a lot of different ways I've seen, like where it's like you can put drops of peppermint and like the tick itself will come out because they find it super gross or whatever. I don't know if peppermint is good to put directly on your dog's skin though. So don't, don't quote me on that just yet, but um, you want to get a tool or you want to look up the right way to remove a tick, which is like, they're like a corkscrew. You have to do a twist because if you leave the head of the tick under the dog's skin, that's still going to cause the Lyme disease factor. Mm-hmm. 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 So you need to make sure you get it out. I would recommend getting a small Tupperware container if you can to keep the tick in. Because if yes. you en- end up having to go to the vet, um, they might want to see how big it is and it might determine what kind of treatment. I know that's the way it kind of works for humans too. I don't know if they are- truly do this or not. But the other thing too is if there's a lot a lot of city programs going on where they're monitoring like where ticks are in the city and they want to know so there's like a hotline if you google it like whatever wherever you're living there's tick issues if you have one and say i pulled this off of my kid or i pulled this off of my dog or whatever and we were in this area like i know for sure they want to see because they want to see what kind of tick it is they want to they can test it for lime yeah let you know so there's a lot of programs Ooh. like that going on too so hang on to your ticks yeah <laughs> call me a ticks yeah don't go outside when it's too hot if you do go for a swim and and don't mind go in the your bushes ticks. don't go in the bushes and if you do mind your ticks <laughs> don't get the fleas and mind your ticks keep your ticks it sounds like you said something <laughs> but uh I think that's I think that's all we have for today. Yeah, is it? It, it is. is. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a chicken wrap. It's a chicken wrap. It's a tick wrap. It's a chicken wrap. <laughs> it's a tick wrap. <laughs>
But before we let you go, make sure to check out Holy Raw Nutrition, a raw food service located in Chelsea, Quebec. We would like to thank Holy Raw Nutrition for supporting Let's Boop's Newts. Their products are sourced from ethical local farms and butchers to ensure freshness, quality, and peace of mind. They have raw blends that come in one to two pound containers ranging from chicken, beef, duck, turkey, and many more. Holy Raw also provides dehydrated treats and all natural supplements to help support your pet's overall well-being. I get all of my nom-noms for Ralph and Millhouse from Holy Raw, and I have only great things to say about them. So we're thankful to have them as a sponsor. You can find them on their website at... <laughs> you can find them on their website at holyrawnutrition.com. Holy Raw as in H-O-L-I-R-A-W nutrition.com. Thank you, Holy Raw. Merci. Merci, Holy Raw. And also a big, big thank you to Stray Dog Brewing Company for supporting Let's Boop Suits. They are located at 501 La Colway, Unit 4 in Orleans, Ontario. Stray Dog Brewing Company is open seven days a week, Mondays through Fridays from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. with extended hours on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays until 9. Weekend hours are 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturdays and 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Sundays. They're a pet-friendly brewery, so bring your snoots. They also host great events throughout the week and offer brewery tours. Make sure to try some of their in-house beers, including Oatmeal Stout, Tropical Knockout, One Hop Wonder, and many more. You can find them on their Instagram at Stray Dog Brewing Co. and their website www.straydogbrewing.ca. Thank you, Stray Dog Brewing Company, for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. And Vero have and I have been there several times to try their mm-hmm. tasty beers. Go get yes. a flight of beers, everybody. Yes. Kick Gotta off your summer again. with some Stray Dog Brewski flights. Yes, do it. <laughs> Do it. And, and tune in next week on Let's Boop Snoots. Mm-hmm.